everybody online. God bless you in the name of Jesus. Let's get into our, um, our teaching this morning. Father, we thank you for the anointing, your grace and your favor. Anoint these lips of clay. As I make sounds, you make sense. Our prayers for understanding. We don't just want to hear the word. We want to walk in the power of your kingdom has been promised. And for this, we give you all the praise and the glory and the honor. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Glory be to God. All right, so we've been teaching about, um, these are the six spots found in John chapter, John chapter 2 to help you understand um, that if there's anything empty in your life, if you're running out in your life, there's something that you haven't understood through the plan, the purpose, the power of God, the prosperity and how God's kingdom works, and to progress through his kingdom as well as to keep your heart pure. So the kingdom is here for you. Most people have switched kingdoms. They saved, but they never switched systems. And the system of God is a fail-proof system that if you, if you apply the rules, you're going to get the results. There are rules of engagement in the earth that helps you function and become what God has called you to be. And if any of these areas you do not understand, you must take time. There are plenty of resources around the purposes of God. The power of God has got to do with the supernatural in your life because Mary told Jesus, they have no wine. They run out. And for many families, they've run out. There's no hope. The children are struggling. There's no finances. They don't have direction. They don't know which way to go. And we've been teaching upon John chapter 2 to help people understand how to come in and switch systems. Everybody say, switch systems. So when you switch the system, you'll find out that you're dealing with an everlasting God who's got an abundance of resources and he's got a plan for your life to prosper you and your family to the third and fourth generation. This is the kind of God that you serve. So when you get in on God's system, you'll find out that God doesn't give you a blessing and a job for today. No, when, he, when you get in on the plan of God, you'll find that God's a generational God. And... Uh, this that he gave us I want you to please hear this today most Christians are not living in this most Christians do not understand this most have not taken the time to understand the system of God so I've been on the road with God about 24, 25 years being born again but in the deck last 12 years I've been just studying the kingdom of God because God gave a name change for our church from living life to kingdom life and it got me on a journey of searching and through this, I've discovered so many things that make sense for life and makes uh, life uh, work for everyone that gets in on the system. So I've got lots to share. And so, you know, often I run out of time, not out of message. Because there's so much to teach and to bring to the people. That's why I've got in the podcast studio. Please go to, go to uh, Maxwell B. Holland on YouTube. Subscribe and get involved there. I'm releasing things. I'm getting dealing with people in, in New Zealand, uh, friends out there. Uh, the United States came on board to start to listen about the prayer grid. They called me on Friday. And how do we get involved in what we're doing? And I said, just get understanding. Because this generation, we're raising up a generation with kingdom revelation. I'll wait for you. I said, we're raising a generation with kingdom revelation. We found out that religion does not work. People have come with brokenness and emptiness and, and needing help from the church and they walked into religion and they got stuck there for 60 years and passed the same frame down to their children and their children are frustrated because they think that God doesn't answer. 
So until you understand that Adam didn't lose a religion, he lost a relationship, he lost his assignment, and he lost the provision of God, you will think that um, this is what God, what Jesus came to bring back. He never came back to bring a religion. He came back to bring a, a kingdom. Because it's a kingdom what, that is what Adam lost. So when you come in on the kingdom of God, you now need to develop your life in the system of God. And I'm letting you know today, we are, I'm 60 years old and I feel like I'm only starting. Because the kingdom and its revelation is so much. And the breakthroughs we're getting and the answers we're getting, we're now teaching business people everywhere. And so what I've discovered is that whenever God calls a man and a woman, truly calls them, around them is what we call an ecosystem. You will watch that Adam had an ecosystem. So anybody in Adam's environment, there was peace with the animals and his wife and his family was in order as long as he was in the Garden of Eden because the Garden of Eden was an ecosystem and in the ecosystem, there was God the Father, there was his man and the earth was at peace. All the provision was there. So that ecosystem is the way that we were supposed to live. And when you look at the call of God upon many of the men in the Old Testament, you'll find uh, the patriarch Abraham. You'll find that he builds, God says, come out from your family, come out from your country and from uh, where your, 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 your family and come into this ecosystem. I'm going to teach you about the ecosystem. And part of the ecosystem is the blessing. And God says, now I will bless you. And in the ecosystem, I will make your name great. And then out of this ecosystem, you shall be a blessing. Genesis chapter 12 and verse 1. So there's a whole ecosystem that when you get in on this ecosystem, you begin to see that God can start something in one man's life. But then he will take his son Isaac and bring him in there and he's able to transfer like, like, like intellectual property. You're able to transfer that down to your children. Are you with me? This is the ecosystem that when I've developed it, when God starts something in one generation, he's able to raise up this ecosystem that Abraham's got 318 leaders in his own house. You don't know them. Um, they're orphans. And he raises them up. And they're able to take out five kings. And they're able to go, he teaches them how to, their fingers to war. And he teaches them, he trains them on the ecosystem of the kingdom. And when he goes in on the kingdoms, he goes in and he deals with the seven mountain mandate. And the Bible says they go and rescue Lot. And when they get out, coming back, they meet with Melchizedek after the battlefield. And because you come back with your tithe, you close the loop of the ecosystem. When God gives you a breakthrough through the kingdom of God, the correct response is that you respond with a tithe and an offering. Because he gives them bread and wine. It's a covenant meal. Because if you don't understand how that works, you can violate the ecosystem your whole life and not know why your life is not working. It's an ecosystem. Hosea chapter 2 uh, verse 21 please. Read with me. Here's an ecosystem. Here's God's ecosystem. And when God calls a man and a woman of God, He's calling you into an ecosystem. Either you're going to be a part of one that is built, 
or God will even call you specifically as a pastor and as an apostle to do something for the kingdom of God. And when he gives you that, he's going to give you all the parameters of the ecosystem that's going to make life work for you and for those around you. So while Abraham's called alone, he's not only going to transfer this ecosystem to Isaac and Isaac gives it to Jacob and Jacob gives it to Joseph. He's able to go and make sure that through this ecosystem, even servants, 318 leaders, they get trained up how to honor God, how to war in battle and make sure that they stay within the loop of honoring God and honoring, honoring um, so that the earth can respond to them. Have a look at God's ecosystem. It shall come to pass in that day that I will answer, says the Lord. I will answer the heavens, that's the ecosystem. If you are doing any kind of business and heaven's not involved, you are outside of the ecosystem. Because any decision made outside and a part of the Holy Spirit is an inferior decision. That was never God's design. God will never give you a future that makes him unnecessary in your life. It's a violation of the ecosystem. Have a look at Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph. Look at it. Every time Joseph, when he got, when, when Pharaoh had a, a problem, he, he could go and inquire from the Spirit of the Lord. And God downloads the strategy of what to do for the next seven years of abundance that's coming, seven years of poverty that's coming. Because as a business, as a king, you're not supposed to be functioning outside of the ecosystem. So if you have a relationship with God, our Father who art in heaven, that's your relationship with the Father, then thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Then you start to go into the six from the purposes or the power, the purposes and the plan of God into the prosperity, the progress and the purity of God. And you watch any one of them, every one of the greats in the kingdom of God, they function out of this ecosystem. So it shall come to pass in a day, says the Lord, I will answer the heavens. So you pray to your fathers in secret and your father who hears in secret will reward you openly in the earth. It's simple. Prayer is not complicated. Because as you pray to him, he commands the heavens to give you what you need. I will answer the heavens and they shall answer the earth. That's the order. So as long as you don't honor God, the earth refuses to give you what you need for your assignment. Because anytime, if Cain's going to dishonor God, then he becomes a vagabond and a wanderer that the earth will never respond to any of his seed, whatever he plants, whatever he sows, whatever work he does, it's a struggle, it's a struggle, it's a struggle. It's called a curse. So when you get born again, you come into the kingdom of God, you now made the righteousness of God, you have a father in heaven, the father sends the email to the heavens. That's his admin office. He sets his glory above the heavens. God, that's just his office. And in there you get courtrooms and the like. Let's not get into that. I will answer the heavens and they shall answer the earth. So when, he, when the angels... They are ministering spirits. You don't get to command angels by yourself outside of the will of God. The only angels you command is the demonic realm. So they shall answer the earth. The earth will answer with grain, new wine, and with oil. And they shall answer 
Jezreel. That means there must be a response in the earth to my requests. We're dealing with prosperity in the season and how to flow in the purposes in the kingdom of God so that everywhere you go, the earth is going to respond to you. That was one amen. I say everywhere you go, whatever you put your hands to, it shall prosper in the name of Jesus. Have a look at David. David, God raises him up and God as a shepherd boy, he now begins to develop an ecosystem. King David begins to function in such a way, David never got anointed once, he got anointed three times. Because he started building an ecosystem so strong that he never lost a battle. The only time that David lost is when David lost his purity. And when he made right, God restored the pots again. Be quick to repent. Because this is not religion where you can pretend on a Sunday morning and go home and be ugly at home. No, no, no. You've got to get rid of that witchcraft spirit today in the name of Jesus. The ecosystem, when God calls a man and a woman into an ecosystem, I'm talking about just as you come into church. I'm talking about giving your life into a system that makes life work for you and for your family. And when you get involved in the system, you're able to pass that system down to your children because it's called the blessing. It's, it's an empowerment to succeed. And it exists in the earth, but most of the people do not function out of it. Let me, let me show you what it looks like. So David is the one. We'll get into David for a minute. Let's hop to Job. I'll come back to David. Give me Job chapter 1 quickly. Job built an ecosystem. This is how your life can be. There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job. And that man was blameless and upright. One who feared God and shunned evil. And seven sons and three daughters were born to him. He had divine order. Also, his possessions were 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, 500 female donkeys, and a very large household. So that this man was the greatest of all the people of the East. Don't tell me that God wants you broke, man. Don't tell me that God wants to see you and your family struggling. Don't tell me that God wants to see you and your family running out. He's the God of more than enough. And He wants to see you flourish. He wants to see your children flourish. He wants to see your business flourish. He wants to see you move and become the greatest. Come on, greatness is not a worldly principle. Greatness is a kingdom principle. You've got to get rid of that crazy mentality. Oh, God wants you broke. You need, you, you need help. That's mental damage. The man puts out this thing about wealth and, you know, coming under attack for speaking about prosperity. And the church fights him for it. No wonder the children don't respect. Because you were supposed to bring forth something. My children love, I, I mentioned, I'm going to go on holiday. I got straight to it. We're going with, we're going with, we're going with. I'm like, no, take your own money. Leave me, I'm going on honeymoon with my wife alone. 
Because when the blessing is on you, it makes rich and adds no sorrow. It's an ecosystem that creates increase wherever you go. Are you hearing me, child of loving God? He was the greatest. God's intention is that when they Google your name, your name comes up first. Not for being bester, for being the best. And his sons would go and feast in their houses, each on his own appointed day. And they would send and invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. May there be unity in your family in the name of Jesus. And when they come to your house, may they see the wealth of the blessing and the goodness of the Lord all around you and your children and your family. Oh, I feel that anointing. There's going to be prosperity flowing in the mighty name of Jesus. I feel this thing because let God be true, man. Let God be God. If He is your Father in heaven and there is more than enough, then there must be in your home. Then there must be in your family. Then there must be when you want to go on holiday. Then there must be. It's called a blessing. Jesus, I feel this this morning. So it was when the days of feasting had run their course that Job would send and sanctify them. And he would rise early in the morning and offer burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, it may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus Job did this regularly. God didn't do anything to tell on Job. Job opened the door. He said, I'm concerned we got so much money and they're sparting every night in my house. And maybe they're sinning. And you can't live out of maybe, you've got to live by faith. You can't allow fear to come in. Job said, the very thing I feared has come upon me. Everybody say no fear here. I'm helping you build a kingdom ecosystem that the enemy does not come in because your children aren't living right according to your standard. No, no, you stay in faith and you allow God to do His work. Even if they wayward, God will bring them back. Your family will be restored. Your children will become what God has called them to be. Everybody say no fear here. Don't let the enemy bring fear on you and tell you that your children are wayward and never going to make it. Shut up, devil. Today you're going to shut up. Now there was a day, and there's, that day is gone. It's never going to be again. When the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came among them. And the Lord said to Satan, From where do you come? So Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and from the earth and from walking back and forth on it. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There's none like him. That's why if you obey and serve him, your days will prosper. Are you with me? God calls him, he's my servant. He's my boy. Have you considered him? I mean, you went past his house, right? If you're then going all over the earth and looking to see whom you may devour, didn't you go past Job's house? How's he doing? He says that there's none like him on the earth. He's got an ecosystem going. He's the wealthiest man. His children have been taken care of because he built an ecosystem. You can't build the ecosystem without the fear of the Lord, man. For the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. If you don't fear God and your children don't fear God, how are you going to do? How are you going to do life? Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job that there's none like him on the earth? A blameless and upright man who fears God and shuns evil. 
So Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear God for naught? Listen, listen, listen. When you fear God and you start to serve God and you begin to put your life in order according to a kingdom priority, you stepped into a kingdom system that is preserved by God Himself. Let me tell you how Satan sees you in the ecosystem. Read with me. Ready? One, two, read. Have you not made a hedge around him, around his household, and around all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands, and his possessions have increased in the land. Someone's going to give God some praise because you're going to understand that the devil will see that there's a hedge around you and your family and your household. touch this and if you dare touch my stuff you're gonna pay back sevenfold you touch my family and the mess you put us through I served Jehovah Kamola if God allowed that hedge to open God's gonna give Job twice as much you're gonna get double for all your trouble that's the word over your lives Do you not see when the blessing is on you? It's an ecosystem that preserves you. Let the devil torment you over and over again. I've won the devil. And you know who I am. Now I'm letting you know you touch my stuff. You're going to pay back. Let me not say what I needed to say this week. Jesus. So there's an ecosystem. So let's bring you into the ecosystem to understand a little bit more how it works. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1, please. Look man, whatever you've been going through, God's going to restore double. I am announcing it in the heavenlies. God's going to restore double. He touched your body. He messed with your mind. He touched your finances. He touched your children. Do you not know that He is Jehovah Kabola? He is the God of recompense. The next six months, there'll be a release. Feel this thing this morning. I'm feeling this thing this morning. You're going to start to flow in a level of prosperity you've never seen before. I have it in my spirit. I'm letting you know. I'm going to say it. Money is going to flow like water to you and to your household. The biggest fight is around money, right? Because the people that especially are not in the kingdom of God. Those that don't tithe will tell you never, don't tithe. These, these pastors, they want your money. Are you crazy? What are we going to do with your whole 50 rand that you put in the offering? What are we going to do with it? No, don't, 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 don't speak nonsense. I, I, got, I got zero, zero time for these people that speak about giving and tithing. Because the whole system is sustained through your offering and through your prayer. And anytime you hear people speak about giving you and against it, you must know they're not in the ecosystem. I tell you, I tell you what people, when people come and they find out, so you started with nothing. 
Let me first of all tell you that I was very wealthy. I was okay. And I was going to be set up. I was probably running my own Microsoft or being friends with Bill Gates. But I had no issues. My problem was purpose. The power of God in my life. I had money, but I never had the power of God in my life. I wanted that. Don't let people speak you out of your giving. They know I have to say it to somebody. I'm, my son said to me this week, I said, he says, Dad, so you're going to have to find out the revelation about this next level of what God is calling us to. I said, son, I'm so deep in this thing. I can't go back and get another education. I can't go find another job. I can't do anything else. The revelation of this kingdom must fall. I'm pressing in here. Whatever I said, okay, let's just start preaching, okay? Park that one. God bless you in your giving, amen. The point is when you get involved in the ecosystem, something happens to you and to your life. I can take you through story after story through the Bible. You look at Peter. Peter ran in, he he toiled all night. There was nothing. Jesus brings him into his ecosystem. He says, cast your net on the other side. And then you see the abundance flowing. You'll find a man who is been robbing people. His name is Zacchaeus. Brings him down from the he comes down from the tree, goes into his house, and he makes right. He restores fourfold because when God calls you into this ecosystem, the first thing he's gonna touch is your money. Or two things. One is your mind, and two is your money. It attacks your mind and it attacks your money. Why? Because are, God's got no issue with the devil. There's only two. You, you, you cannot serve God and mammon. It's the spirit of mammon that controls the world, controls every decision. And so when you come in here, the first thing that God's going to deal with is how you're hoarding your money. How you're preserving that, that fine china for a, for, a, for, a, for a good day. I mean, the day came, right? On Monday, there was snow. Why did you take out your fine china? China. That was one day to celebrate. What are you waiting for? When, when are you going to start living? When are you going to start sowing and reaping and walking in kingdom blessing and increase and serving the purposes of God? When are you going to do that? Let me now show you how the ecosystem works. To everything, there is a season. Everybody say this with me, please. Things are for seasons. Say it one more time. Say, things are for seasons. God releases things in its season for you. This is the ecosystem. Then, if you in see in your season, things begin to accelerate. The power of God is seen on your life. Because it seems like everything was on hold and then I got involved in the, in the system and it seemed like nothing was really changing. Because God reserves the things that you're asking for in each season. We live life on levels, we arrive in seasons. So the season is preserved for the thing that you need. That's why you don't have sex with a 12-year-old girl. You don't get involved in pornography at that age. You can't even handle the craziness of that thing because 
Um, you never get involved in pornography, but I'm talking about even sexual intimacy. You don't get involved in that stuff at a young age. The child can't cope. How do you let a child at that age make a decision about what gender they are? Are you crazy? Ten years later, they're interviewing this girl on Australian TV of how a mother was so proud that she's now gonna, you know, gonna be a boy. This child's weeping ten years later. She says, my life is over, man. I'm 24 years old. My life is over. Never be able to have children. Where's the sound mind of a generation? What's up with these people? And the church is silent. You don't give your children things outside of its season. What you do is you teach them around time. Have a look at the scripture. To everything there is a season. A time for every purpose under heaven. When I send you to school for 12 years, you don't get involved in things outside of its season because time is for purpose. When when God gives you time, you only have enough time to fulfill your purpose. And when people mess around in time, when they get to 60 and 70, now they want to recover time. Because they wasted their whole lives. You were sent here for a purpose. There's a reason for your existence. Why are you wasting time? And if, you, if you're eating your, your, your summer fruit in the winter season of your life, or even in your spring, You've you've messed up the ecosystem already. There are certain things I've planned for this this stage of my life. And that's why I don't deal with people's drama at this stage. I'm like, go go to Warren Maria and to Brian. (laughs) Ronaldo is here for you. If I've spent 18 years raising up these sons, then surely it's their time to start taking over. It's their season. I've raised them up. We, we, we started with nothing. Not one of the people that I'm involved in was involved in business. They walked from jobs into their work. Because I've trained you up on kingdom principles so that you can function in the kingdom of God. And any one of them, they can pray, they can preach, every one of them. He goes into business, Ronaldo goes into business, and when he walks into the room, they say, here's the pastor. Because he comes with an ecosystem and he comes with a fragrance that says if we need to pray, then let us pray. Don't mess with us. We're raising up a generation with kingdom revelation that they can walk in the boardrooms and they can command the blessing of the Lord because they have access to heaven. Heaven commands earth. Earth must give up its resources. Welcome to the kingdom. To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. When you're in time, nothing supernatural happens. Why? Because it's your time of testing. Jesus has 30 years. You don't hear about anything. Nothing supernatural. Why? He's in time. And in time, you sow and you serve. It's God's ecosystem. Please put up the image that I gave you this morning. It's good preaching this morning. Have a look at it. Purpose comes from heaven. 
when God gives you purpose, He gives you time, you were born into time. When God sends you into time and nothing is happening in your life, you're not walking with the, with the wine yet. You're just pouring water. God's got you in time. You're studying, you're developing, you're finding what your gift is, you're serving. Because you're in time. It's God's ecosystem. To everything there is a season. Under heaven, heaven holds purpose. That's how you say, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Heaven's holding your purpose. Now it looks like nothing's happening. I prayed but nothing's happening. You in time, honey. You haven't seen the things yet. You in time. Now the more you begin to understand the ecosystem, you'll be able to eventually walk as a son of God, see a fig tree that's not producing, curse the fig tree, and by tomorrow you'll see the effects. Are you with me? Because you get into a place where things happen so fast, you can say by tomorrow this time, and it begins to work for you. It's the ecosystem. But if you're not studying in time, then you're wasting a whole season. Because when you come into your season, things begin to move for you. Because God releases, oh, there's your husband. Oh, there's the house. Oh, there's the business. Oh, there's what the things you've been trusting God for. So God will announce seasons. Let me give you the announcement of the season. In time, you must remain faithful committed and fruitful so those are levels you live life on levels you arrive in seasons and in every season God will release you what you need that you've been praying for so as you begin to rise in the kingdom of God you now begin to develop and because you use your time wisely when nobody's calling you to preach and nobody's calling you to sing and I'm single and I'm fighting by myself when my season comes Look at your neighbor and say, don't get mad at me. You don't know what I've been doing in time. I've been working my stuff in time. I've been praying in time. I've been developing my gift in time. Because in time, nothing happens. Nobody recognizes you. But when you hit the season, all of a sudden you got invitations. You got breakthrough. You got answers. You got wisdom. You got relationships. You got anointings. Come on. Let everybody shout yes. This is God's system. I should be doing master classes on this stuff to really help you unbed this. So, there is nobody in God's ecosystem that's unfruitful. Nobody. Everybody's got a unique gift. Everybody's here for a reason. Everybody's been sent here for a purpose. So, in the ecosystem, nobody's unfruitful. Except if your name is Michael. And you stand from a distance and don't get involved in the ecosystem that David has built. Then you stay battling for your home all your days. But when you get in on the ecosystem, everything about your life must flourish. Everything must prosper. So, Holy Ghost, I got so much to teach you. Let's, let's get out here. Huh. Seasons are for things. Time is for you to discover your purpose. You cannot tell me you've been sitting at home and you're doing nothing. Good Lord, 
you've only got maybe 88 years, up until 60 to make some kind of impact. At this juncture of my life, I've got to make sure that I'm, I have sons being raised up to go and do what they need to be doing. I'm not running around after every meeting looking for anything. I get calls and say, tell me how that meeting went. I prayed. Let me know what they said. God brings increase. Let's, let's, the title of my sermon this morning, let me start preaching. I'll give you all of 20 minutes and we can wrap it up. It's called pressing into the kingdom. That was just a bit of a foundation. So, the kingdom is being preached and everyone is pressing into it. Please give me Luke 16, 16. Why would God give you this kingdom message and this system? Luke 16, verse 16. Glory be to Jesus. The law and the prophets were until John. Since that time, the kingdom of God has been preached and everyone is pressing into it. Everybody's looking for a government that works. Everybody's looking for provisions that will walk, that you'll, you'll walk in abundance. Everybody's looking for a family and a home that is hedged in, protected, blessed and covered under God. Everyone's looking for this ecosystem. And my call, the call of God upon my life was to bring this mystery of this kingdom to you. And to your family that according to Acts chapter 10 verse 34 that anybody who applies the principles gets the same results because God's no respecter of persons God's got no favorites that's according to the scriptures so there is this pressing into and if you look at the woman with the issue of blood who couldn't be fruitful she kept pressing into Jesus until a hemorrhaging stopped I don't know where you've been hemorrhaging in your life, your marriage, your home, your finances. But I'm letting you know today. Yes, yes, the thing, son. You got born again last week. And I want you to know that even though the enemy has messed with you and your family and your life, God's got a great call of God upon your life. I'm letting you know there's a great call of God upon your life. Most people, have pressed into salvation. I am saved so my life comes right. It's not true. They've not pressed into the kingdom. He said the pressing is into the kingdom. There's got to be a press. There's got to be a place where you press into the kingdom of God. And so most in the church have stopped pressing as soon as they come to the door of salvation, but never walk through the door to experience the power of the kingdom. Look at your neighbor say, never stop at just being saved. Amen. Never stop. If your life has been stagnating, your finances, your family, even your relationship with God, issues are still unresolved and you're not getting an answer yet, that's not the kingdom. In this kingdom, you must be pressing into it. Because God's kingdom is on the move and forever increasing and the answer to whatever you're dealing with this morning is found in the kingdom of God. Everything that comes from God must be fruitful I'm going to say it again do you come from God then everything that comes from God must be fruitful fruitful people attract the blessing of the Lord unfruitful people attract curses all around them
So never stop pressing. It may be uncomfortable. I don't know how to pray. I'm all I'm praying right now is our Father who art in heaven. I don't know what else to say. I'm letting you know, read that Bible and just say it again and then say it again and say it again and nothing's happening but I'm gonna say it again because I'm in time and I'm gonna say it again and I'm gonna walk around my house and my father our father who art in heaven I'm gonna say it again I'm gonna walk in my bedroom and I don't see any results but I'm pressing into a kingdom and I'm gonna say it again and look at your neighbor and say say it again and just pray that prayer again and keep pouring the water because you are in time and in time you're just sowing you're just sowing you are praying looks like nothing's happening but say it again and walk in your bedroom and get up and begin to walk and nothing's happening but I'm gonna say it again and I'm gonna keep on pressing in and I'm gonna stay with God and I don't care the devil says you better shut up no devil you're gonna shut up I'm gonna stay here another hour and if I have to pray the our father 500 times I'm gonna say it again say it again look at your neighbor and say say it again say it again walk around a little bit uh, and say we're pressing into a kingdom that cannot be shaken say it again say it again come on somebody you gotta rise up this morning and say it again and say it again daddy what are we praying we're gonna pray the our father again say it again my boy tell your neighbor say it again you got to say it again you gotta pray it again you gotta stand and you gotta pray and say it again since that time the kingdom of God has been preached and everyone is pressing into it Say it again. Someone, one more time, say it again. You're going to have to learn how to deal with the press in the kingdom. That woman with the issue, she was pressing. Say it again. know how we come under attack for this word Jesus let me tell you why I wish to tell you that I got this out of some university give me Matthew chapter 24 someone's going to get a kind of breakthrough in this place this morning because you don't realize you're on the verge if you can just press one more time Why do we preach the gospel? People say, you must be saved. I am saved. Then I went back to church. Next year, you must be saved. I said, I'm saved. 
No, no, no. The following week, you must be saved, saved. I'm saved, saved, saved. Is there anybody with me today? When are you going to start pressing into the kingdom? When are you going to make up your mind? I know I'm saved. I'm the righteousness of God. I'm good for heaven. How about some resources in the earth? Why do we preach this message? Read with me. I tell you why. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all nations. When you receive the kingdom message, what happens to you? That's not Jesus coming back. That's not you dying. The end will come means it's the end of my poverty. It's the end of my aimless living. It's the end of me walking with no power. It's the end of me being aimless. The end of this world system ends when I receive the message of the kingdom. You're going to shout yes. Who's going to end the poverty in your family? When's the end going to come? When's the end of the craziness in your family going to end? When's it coming to an end? The wayward, the wayward living. When, when, when is that low self-esteem going to end? When, who's the one in that house uh, that's going to give God some praise and say, it ends with me. That's why we're pressing into the kingdom. Now, as long as you don't get the message, many people are toiling under the wrong message. Promise you one day, one day, when our ship comes in, what? It's a demonic spirit. That's witchcraft in your home. I'm letting you know faith is now and because you've received the message of the kingdom that craziness ends today in the name of Jesus oh God please be seated just look at your neighbor just touch him on the shoulder and say this is the end of my drama this is the last day I'm dealing with the drama in my house it ends today. Come on, uh, the end of sickness, the end of the end of uh, that medication that says uh, you need to know this is lifelong. The devil is a liar. I'm letting you know that uh, whatever ceiling has been upon your family and upon your life, you breaking that ceiling. I, I promise you I'm going to give you two more scriptures and we can end. Let me give you the marker. So, last week, one of the days I was praying, in fact, I put it in my calendar. The Lord said to me, 10th of July, 10th of July. I'm like, 10th of July, what? This pastor is going to fall pregnant or what are we dealing with? I don't know what is this 10th of July 10th of July 10th of July I'm like what does that mean hey I, I'm, you, you, I'm waiting till I'm 99 baby 
and then I'm going to have a baby. I'm letting you know. 99 and then I'm going to have a baby. <laughs> wow. Jesus is Lord. 10th of July. So I put this on the group and you know, for my family. I said, hey, I'm letting you know, I don't put this thing publicly, but I'm wanting to know something's going to happen the 10th of July. I don't know what it is. So I waited. We all wait for the 10th of July. And the 10th of July, snow comes down. What does God do? God takes me back out of this. I said, let's inquire from the Lord. What, what, does he, what does he want me to know about this? So the Lord shows me an event that took place many, many years. Like 12 years ago was the last time you had snow in Johannesburg. And on that particular day, God called, I pulled the sons in. They got involved in some business deal. And if I mention the name, you guys will know all about it. It touched all the churches and our communities in a terrible way financially. And some of the sons had gotten involved in this thing. In fact, the guy that did this thing was actually my friend. And so um, I knew that this thing was never going to end well. And I said, chasing after this man for your money is not going to happen. You need to repent of the shortcut you've taken. You're not progressing because you don't take shortcuts. There's no shortcuts in the kingdom. But in your gift, honor God. You don't have to bribe anybody. You don't have to go and cheat on people. You don't have to create Ponzi schemes. You don't get involved in Bitcoin. And, you know, now I'm letting you know I got in another 85,000. This guy puts me in. Don't you get involved. I'm like, please do not inbox me with this stuff. I love you and you're a friend, but do not send me this junk. I, I, I don't need you. I got the Holy Ghost and He teaches me to profit. And if there's anything I need to know, He'll tell me. But I'm letting you know you're not my source and I'm not going to depend upon you to make money for me on Bitcoin. Second one came and I just put a big red angry face. Stop! No idiot. We've learned this stuff. You know when people fool you with stuff. Use God's principles for your prosperity, man. There's money everywhere. Daddy's house has got enough for everybody. And out of that particular day, we came and I said, I'm letting you know that this is not going to end well. You now need to forgive this man and let it go. And you need to repent for taking a shortcut. Putting your money with a man. And schemes. Get rid of that nonsense. And so as we repent and we break bread, the snow comes down. I said, I want you to mark this day because God's going to turn this thing around. Everyone that has stayed with me, a multi-millionaire. God turned it around. Come on, somebody. Everyone that's, I don't know how other routes they've taken, I went into God's ecosystem because part of the ecosystem is you must forgive people. Let it go. Because you want to walk debt free, you must then forgive others that owes you. Don't hold your grudge against people. Let it go. It's 12 years later. Here comes the snow. But the God marks my life this particular time again with snow. Give you scripture. Isaiah chapter 55 verse 8. Let's wrap it up. I want to pray for some people today because I want to deal with this witchcraft spirit this morning. Isaiah 58 verse 55 verse 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are my ways your ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Watch now. God's giving you his ecosystem. If you start the scripture, he'll tell you, come and buy without money. Come into my ecosystem and you don't have to spend a cent. Just gain understanding how it works. I'll come back to verse 10. Go to verse 1, please. 
Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters and you, are, and you who have no money. Come buy and eat. Yes, come and buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend money for what is not bread? And your wages for what does not satisfy? Why are you involved in an ecosystem that even after you bought that TV and the lounge and the new cell phone, you're still unhappy? Huh? What's going to put a smile on your face? You come, oh, I got my breakthrough. Well, tell your face. Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and let your soul delight itself in abundance. Go back to verse 10. The system is given for free, man. You can build your life and your name. God will make your name great if you honor Him and honor His system. You'll come into your destiny. I'm not concerned about people when they get involved in any kind of addiction. I was, I was a gambler. God could break that from me. Everybody's got their stuff, but God could take my life create purity inside of me and build an ecosystem for as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and do not return there but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. When I've commanded the heavens and I said, open up now and send snow for them. Let it fall in Joburg. Make sure that Apostle Max gets the snow. Let it be a marker in the spirit that from today, I am turning this thing around. There'll be financial breakthrough over God's people. I have sent my snow. I'm letting you know it's not just the snow from heaven, but I've commanded the earth to bless you, to bless the work of your hands, to bring prosperity. It's going to flow like water. Everybody said, Amen. Listen to what God says. It shall, it shall not return to me void. The same way the snow can't come back to me. It must go and do what I sent it to do. Have you been trusting God? Do you have any promises from the Lord? Is there anything you're trusting on? Is there any water in your life? Who's got, who's got at least one promise and said, God, I'm trusting you for this thing. I don't know what it is. In your home and your family. I'm letting you know, when you take the word of God and you speak it out of your mouth, it goes to the place and it builds the ecosystem so that the earth produces what you need. And with your thanksgiving and your praise, you bring back your tithe and your, on, and your offering. And the ecosystem strengthens around you. And you become like a job where there's no hedge that the enemy can come in and penetrate. Your life becomes strong in the Lord. Your life is full of purpose and power. And you begin to walk out the plan of God and your path becomes brighter and brighter. And prosperity begins to flow. And you're seeing problems as opportunities. And you're rising up and you're saying, no, God's reordered my life. I am in God's ecosystem. And I'm going to keep on pressing in. And I'm going to pray one more time if I have to. I prayed at home. But I'm going to go into the bathroom to go and pray one more time. Because I'm pressing in. Because I know God's word cannot.
cannot return void. It must accomplish that for which it has been purposed. Keep on praying, honey. Tell your neighbor, keep on praying. Keep on praying. And it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. For you shall go out with joy and let out with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth into singing before you and all the trees of the field. There'll be clapping and dancing and singing. Glory be to Jesus. When God gives you a system, I want you to treasure His words in this moment. Like you would treasure your own company, your own IP. Your name's on it. Jackie's got the whole company engraved and tattooed on her hands. Deuteronomy chapter 6, God told the Jewish people to do that. Tattoo it. Write them on the forehead of your, on your forehead. Put it everywhere. Tattoo it. Because when you get involved in God's ecosystem, it is something that you can pass down to your children. Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 29, please. Please read with me. The secret things belong to the Lord our God. But those things which are revealed belong to us and who? And to our children forever. That we may do all the words of this this law. It's IP. When you pressed into prayer and you got revelation, the revelation is well documented. That's why we're not trying to let you miss any part of the revelation. Because when you get the revelation and you understand what we're saying, it becomes the IP that you raise your children. Why did Solomon become so wealthy? Because when you read Psalms 119, it is the alphabet of life. David taught Solomon the alphabet for life. You give your children only the alphabet for writing. When you come into the scriptures, it teaches you about the alphabet for life and how to build your life. And when you do that, you become prosperous. You begin to flourish. This is God's plan. All right, Lord. Let's wrap it up. The rest will push on to podcasts. You'll get some understanding. Acts chapter 16, verse 16. We're dealing with pressing into the kingdom. Now it happened as they went to, to pray. As they went to pray, uh, a certain slave girl possessed with the spirit of divination met us. I don't know what you've been encountering in the last season. Witchcraft. Witchcraft has been so rife in our families because in, especially in your poor state and you have no education we grew up with that you open up your life to all kinds of demonic forces that you're now struggling to get rid of because you're building the ecosystem with God but you're finding that these demonic systems are still coming after you and your children and while you're trying to make progress and you've been taught how to pray 
I am aware that there are things happening in your environment and your family and your home that the enemy is using against you because doors you've opened I'm going to have a special service for dealing with deliverance from any kind of witchcraft and repentance that you need to bring but I want to make you aware of something the witchcraft that has been in our families um, and every religion is trying to control their circumstances because God's intention for mankind was to have dominion over but nowhere over people the kingdom is a place of purity I don't have control over you I don't have authority over you you need to engage with your will in the kingdom of God that's why thy kingdom come thy will be done it means my will must go because God's not here to control you you must do the pressing in you must do the seeking in the kingdom. What is witchcraft? Number one is forbidden by the Bible, right? But this is, this is what it is. It's the attempt to control a person and make them do what you want them to do by using any other spirit than the Holy Spirit. All your Ouija boards, all your reading of the palms and teas, drinking and opening up yourself to horoscopes and reading the stars and all kind of demonic stuff that you've been involved in. I tell you how that, that whole thing's built on deception, right? So the whole world's under the sway of the wicked one. And the Bible says all the work that God does, He does in truth. So if I'm not getting and making any progress... These people are progressing in prayer. Can you see that? It happened as we went to pray. You're on a journey and you're developing your prayer life with God. You'll encounter certain stuff. Why? Because if, if all God's work is done in truth and witchcraft is done in deception, you're going to have it, you're going to clash. It's two kingdoms that are clashing. It's the clashing of kingdoms because light is meeting darkness. That girl's playing a game all this time and there's no issue and everybody's happy until somebody begins to pray. That a certain slave girl possessed with the spirit of divination met us. Who brought her masters much profit by fortune telling. You need to repent if you've been involved in fortune telling. And any witch that thinks they can come to this church and try to mess this place. If you don't repent, you will die. I'm letting you know I don't curse anybody. But according to the scriptures, Paul could set this woman free. This girl followed Paul and us and cried out saying, these men are the servants of the Most High God who proclaim us the way of salvation. They know what's happening in the spirit. They know the impact of prayer. They know who you are. sons of Sceva came up there and tried to curse the, uh, these, you know, cast out demons. The demon says, hey, Jesus we know, there's ranking in the spirit. Paul we know, but who are you? Fears, and doubts on God's word. 
You open up your life to all kinds of demonic things, deception. Hmm, seeing some stuff. And thus she did for many days, but Paul, greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, Our fight's never against flesh and blood. But I'm letting you know there are some people that are witches and they get involved in all kinds of cultish behavior. Sacrifices and the like. And it's happening now more and more. And the church is going to have to rise up and start to deal with this thing. Our fight's never against flesh and blood. He cursed the spirit, not the girl. I commanded you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out that very hour. But I'm letting you know there are certain people that are dead set on killing you. Frustrating your walk in the earth. And they're family members. And I come from a lot of this occultish stuff. Astral travel and all that kind of nonsense. Our family members used to kill chickens and let the blood flow and do all kinds of sacrifices looking for money because of their ignorance. Open up their lives to... There's not one family not touched by this stuff. Not one. That went to some kind of sangoma and then go and sit and weep at the, at the grave and, and speak to ancestors. And If your grandmother's visiting you at night and you say it's a wonderful dream, it's not. Anytime you understand that the witchcraft spirit is there for profit only, that means you get to pay for stuff that's for free. This is a debt free kingdom. Who lied to you? Who bewitched you? That you can't pay your fair house in six months. Can you see that? That's unbelief. Who's bewitched you? It's in your Bible. I'm letting you know money's going to flow like water in the season. But any witchcraft, every demon of delay is going to be broken from your life today in the name of Jesus. I'm watching great gifts go around in circles. 40 years, done nothing with their lives. Nothing. It's got to be witchcraft. You open up your life to all kinds of crazy. How can your life not be progressing? We'll deal with the various kinds because the Bible speaks about your flesh. The things that you keep on saying and doing that's creating a place where there's no progress and prosperity. Listen. When you speak about witchcraft... The Bible says, you do not, in the Old Testament, you don't suffer a witch to live. She, she dies. And by the way, we talk about women as being witchcraft. Apparently, Paul said to him, not her. Just letting you know. <laughs> Holy Ghost. I'm asking God to reveal things to you in the season. Let's have the worship team. Some of you have stopped praying because you think nothing's happening. 
it's demonic forces telling you to stop praying. They're trying to stop you because while they're on their way to pray, instead of pressing in, this thing's trying to distract them. Paul eventually to say, get out, man. Just shut up. Some of you are going to learn how to deal with the demonic in your home. Everybody say no fear here. Say it one more time. Say no fear here. If you've been involved in any kind of witchcraft, you need to repent this morning. I know even, maybe knowingly, unknowingly, things are not moving. Stand to your feet. Let's pray. Pray in the Holy Ghost a little bit. I want you to press in a little bit. Press a little bit now for your family. Press. I'm letting you know that this is the end. There's a marker in the spirit that the poverty, we're bearing the spirit of poverty. Everything demonic, satanic, unrighteous, and unholy that's been tormenting your house ends today in the mighty name of Jesus. This is my season for progress. Come on, declare and declare. This is my season. Now's not the time to stop praying, says the Lord. Now's the time to keep praying, keep praying, keep praying. The, the snow came down. Your season has changed. Keep praying. The prosperity is here. The progress is here. Everything demonic, every curse sent against your days is boomerang back to the pits of hell. You will rise up in resurrected strength and ability and power. Come on, begin to pray like never before. Begin to pray right now. Decree and declare the foundation that your family has been standing under. It will be destroyed in the season. The earth will heed. It will obey. My days will prosper. Say it as you pray. Say my days will prosper. I will walk in victory all the days of my life. I know there's resistance. The kingdom suffers violence, but the violent will take it by force. We are rising up in resurrected strength. We're rising up in power. We're rising up with an anointing. Pray right now. Pray. 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 Let your prayer resound. Let your praise resound. Let your prayer be effective. Know. Know that you are moving forward. We're going to progress. We're going to progress. We're going to progress in the name of Jesus. Every witch and every warlock, I'm letting you know, every curse falls to the ground today in the name of Jesus. It breaks from your family. The days of you running out are over. You will walk in abundance. You will walk with increase. You will progress. Your company will go to the next level. There'll be new relationships. There are new doors of opportunity. I break that curse right now. I break that hex right now over your family and over your life in the name of Jesus.